Are you the kind of gal who isn't interested in how things used to be in the hair industry, who wants to hear from ladies who are paving their own way while making waves? Well then, She Makes Waves is for you. All right, well, welcome. Today we have Kellen Jones on the show. Kellen is... Hi, Kellen. (laughs) Kellen is the founder of KJ Hair Studio, a boutique salon in the north end of Boston. They specialize in balayage, hair painting, custom hair color services that feature the latest trends and techniques. She believes that good energy is like a magnet, and she surrounds herself with positive energy, thoughts, feelings, and vibration. Kellen has a passion for education and has created her own education community, called K&M Hair Education, along with Maxwell Mazzano, providing salon-relatable and relevant education with a signature, relaxed, salon-relatable, non-judgmental teaching environment. Well, Kellen, that's a lot of stuff. That's a lot. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, we have been just headstrong with our education and the new studio and We have our purpose and our why, and I've just been really driven lately. That's awesome. And I can just tell from seeing your social media that it is something special you're doing. Thank you so much. Um, I try to stay as clear and consistent as possible so that, you know, my story keeps getting out there and attracting the right people. Yeah, totally. So as far as your new studio goes... Can you bring us up to speed on what got you to today? Because I know that we all kind of have winding roads that we walk down to get to what seems like a dream life. And I'm sure there's been ups and downs and I know a partnership and things like that that you've gone through. So um, bring us up to speed as to like how you got to KJ. Yeah. So when I started to look for my own um, business locations, I would say about six or seven years ago, I had developed a business plan. I had been working in Boston for a while and I was ready to jump in. I wasn't really sure what that looked like. I didn't really have my, um, business, you know, mind and thinking and even just my story of my why back then, but I just knew I had something bigger that I wanted to do with, um, with the hair industry. And I was ready to, ready to do it myself. So I started looking for spaces, couldn't really find anything. I did leave my salon that I had worked at for many years. Um, the only salon I've worked at in Boston and it gave me a great foundation and it connected me to my, first business partner. And my first business partner, um, I approached after leaving that salon and I was like, you know what? I have this dream. I have this vision. I'm not really sure where it's going to take me, but I would love for you to be part of it. And we talked about it. We found a small location and it was just the two of us. And we opened bow and arrow. It was a really great space. Um, we had, a very fun clientele. The energy was always great. We had, you know, it felt like our living room. It felt like this great connection um, with our with our guest. And 
I loved it. But after about two years, I actually felt the need of more, more community day to day. So when I left my previous salon, I was an educator with, um, with them. And, you know, it was a, it was a seven stylist team, seven or eight. And even though I had outgrown that position there and there was no, nowhere to go from that, I, I still loved being part of a bigger, you know, team that we could collaborate day to day, formulate together, bounce ideas off each other. And I was missing that because my business partner is actually was an esthetician. So I was the only hairdresser and I missed the education aspect, you know, a few years of kind of doing my own schedule, running my own business, working as little or as much as I wanted to, the flexibility, the freedom, that was awesome, but that wasn't really my why and my purpose of bow and arrow. My bigger purpose was to, um, you know, give back and in, in more ways than just to the community. So in the beauty industry. And so I started to look for independent education options and I joined a couple bigger independent education groups. Um, and it brought me to wanting to grow my own salon. So after some hard conversations, I decided to take that on myself, um, even though my partner and I hadn't really aligned and didn't really see, see it the same way. And, you know, looking back, there's always those red flags that, that you see, you know, later. But now I, now I see them, but I didn't at the time. And I just kept going and I kept building and I kept um, hiring people and growing them as a stylist at Bow and Arrow and I loved it and I was traveling and I was teaching and I was doing my own education for Bow and Arrow education and then it led me to some more hard conversations of hey this is actually my bigger purpose my bigger plan this is I found my passion. I found my why. And it's not what we opened bow and arrow for. So that's what led us to, unfortunately, splitting up um, and dissolving our business. So bow and arrow is no longer in existence. And um, I decided to open my own hair studio with my initials. So KJ Hair Studio is where we're at now. That's so awesome. And so much of your partnership story I relate to because we opened the comb and it dissolved like what your business did. And mm -hmm. it did set out to achieve what it achieved. And then when it became wanting it to be something different, they just weren't the same things. So that's I feel right. like you, you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, that's right. And you know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough thing where you have to have these hard conversations and really for me, putting the pen to paper and, you know, I'm a big believer in manifesting and, you know, journaling and I write down things. And when I'm trying to put it out there to the universe of this is what I want, this is what I'm doing, this is what I believe in, um, it's hard to, to have someone jump on your vision. And it's, and for me, that's just what was happening it was like, this was what I wanted, this is what I wanted. And, we didn't align in that way anymore. 
Right. Yeah. And I feel like I've seen a quote and I just watched the Brene Brown Netflix special and she talks a lot about hard conversations. And I've, I've heard a quote that I love that said, the thing that you're most afraid to talk about is the thing that you very much need to say. Yes. That is so you know. I love Brene Brown. I love her books. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> totally. But yeah, so as far as your, you getting so clear on your vision, what is, what is this protege program that you're, you've developed and you're creating? I, I just, I think it sounds really interesting. Well, so with, um, with education, I got connected to my good friend, Max, Maxwell Masano, and I really connected over our love of advanced education. And we travel, we were teaching together, we take classes together. And he was living in Florida up till I hired him on my staff full time. And now he's in Boston, which is wonderful. And we've been bouncing ideas around together with how to actually grow hairdressers when they come to the studio when they're right out of school or when they have had um, experience and what what that looks like. And, you know, we have worked kind of hard at this for the last few months of really seeing what that looks like. And we are using one of Vivian McKinder's um, design TV programs, designer, okay. designer TV, I believe it is. I'll have to get the exact verbiage, but, um, we're using a lot of her training and we set them up for online. So it's been a really cool system. Maxwell has worked with Vivian one-on-one and has done many classes with her in New York. Um, and the way that she has her, her program laid out has just been kind of this inspiration for us. So that's what we decided to adapt that in to the KJ um, Studios program. That's awesome. And so are people that are coming into your space, are you looking to grow multiple stylists in your business? Or what is your what is your focus really right now? Yeah, so I always say I like to I like to explore every, you know, every um, person that comes to me. So I don't really put requirements out there. I let people send in their resume, come and chat with me and see if I connect to them on a, just an individual, you know, level. I like to make sure personnel, like my personality fits well with someone else. And, um, before we even get into what employment looks like. So I have people hang out, they shadow, we chat, um, they actually come to like a shadow day to see how teachable and trainable they are. Just so we're very clear on, we are education focused. We are a team environment. Um, I've actually adapted a team pay structure where it's really different than anything I did before. That's for sure. And, um, you know, and I love it. It's a great new journey for me. I'm still kind of tweaking things and learning, but what, what I want to continue attracting, which I have been, are the stylists that are really hungry for education. And um, two of my newest hires have been right from school. So they're, they're in need of a lot of education. It's really eye-opening to see how little um, you know, stylists from school know. I haven't worked with someone like right out of school in a long time. So 
the just the amount of work and training and you know the amounts that they need to get going is a lot and I'm kind of a self-taught stylist I you know I was always the like oh I'll figure it out but it's been really great to have an actual educate train educator on my team that can work with every type of learner and we have all of our staff take like a test to see what type of learner they are and we can really curate a program that's right for them and then Max um, can teach them the way that they learn best so it's really customized to the individual they get a lot of training Um, we offer weekly education and for the more advanced stylists, like one of my latest hires, Marty, she has been doing hair a little longer. So she just hasn't had any education provided to her, you know, and it's been really interesting teaching someone that's had, you know, seven or so years experience compared to someone with zero years experience and the type of learners each person is and really, um, really watching people grow and learn has been really exciting for me. Yeah. It sounds like, like the word that I keep thinking of when I hear you talk is customized. Like the color you're doing is like super customized, the eye color and the skin tone. And I've seen you talk about that. And then you're customizing the shampoo, you're customizing the education. So it just really sounds like you're playing the long game here. Cause it sounds like a lot of details, a lot of details. And, um, you know, I just, I use that word a lot, but it really is, it's what we're doing, you know? No, yeah. I mean, it's very apparent to me. That's why I wanted to talk to you because I thought it just seems so intentional. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it makes sense that you've had a lot of experiences to get you here because your why seems so crystal clear, which I want to talk to you about crystals yes. because I understand <laughs> that you have them there. Yes. But um, but yeah, so tell me about that. Like I, I love all the good energy, the good vibes. And I feel like what we're doing behind the chair is so energy based and I'm not I'm not well versed in any of it. All I know is I know how people make me feel and how some pers- one person can come in and make me feel like I've never felt before and someone else can leave. And I'm like, how do I feel so drained? So right. What are some of the things you're doing to protect your energy and what have you found? And I want to write some names of crystals down. Yeah. So when I started to really develop myself um, was, I would say my personal and professional sort of development started with bow and arrow. When I, when I got in my own space and I was able to decorate the way I wanted to and start to really dive deep into you know, what I wanted, what I wanted to be around, what type of client I wanted in my space. And I started to do a lot of journaling and manifesting, like I was talking about earlier, and diving in deep into sort of the spiritual world and a lot of reading, a lot of podcasts, and a lot of just self, I was putting self care first. So that all of that, and like, you know, reading about it led me to reading more about crystals. And one thing that really changed was one of my clients um, took a Reiki course and, you know, became certified in doing Reiki. And she created her own crystal healing bracelets. And 
I was like, oh my gosh, we got to have these at the salon. It's so us. And she had asked if she could actually work at Bow and Arrow doing Reiki out of our spa room. And I thought that that was absolutely perfect for us and our clientele. And so she really opened my eyes up. Um, Her name was Carrie. She really opened my eyes up to crystals and she would gift me all these beautiful crystal bracelets, which I still wear. I wear, um, I at least have probably four on my, my wrist at all times. <laughs> and I have crystal necklaces and I keep crystals in my, my, my purse and when I'm traveling and in my coats and I keep them all around the salon at all the stations. I have them in my house and they're beautiful. You know, they, people will always tell you, you're usually attracted to the ones you need. So, you know, if you're attracted to say like a rose quartz, it's the, it's a pink one. Um, it's, it's to do with love and to have, and there's so many other meanings that can go into it, but it can also help you radiate love back out. So I fill our space with amethyst and rose quartz and they're very pretty. They're, they're feminine, but they're also just pretty like the way I like to look at crystals is there's a crystal for every sort of healing and multiple crystals may heal similar. And then there's popular ones. There's more rare ones. Um, but the ones that you're usually attracted to is probably what you need in your life. So if you go into a crystal store, the ones that you're gravitating towards that, that probably means something. (laughs) That's fascinating. I'm just, I'm like taking notes here. Circle, circle, circle. (laughs) Yes. And then, so for, you know, what led me into more of that was with her energy work, what Carrie was doing in our space, I would get energy work done as much as possible with her. And I did Reiki sessions, but she incorporated crystals in our session. So she had um, what Bonero had offered for a while was Reiki and crystal healing session. So it was a combination and she would use crystals on your body during the Reiki and also talk to you about what chakras were blocked, um, what pain areas you had and how that could, you know, they, they all, they all go together. So, you know, my, say like my root chakra was blocked and, my, I was having foot pain and knee pain. Well, it all makes sense. And then your root chakra is the red color red. So then I would look up, you know, different essential oils that would help with grounding for the root chakra, um, turn my little essential oil, um, diffuser on red and start to visualize being more grounded. So that was always, this, you know, the same thing kind of on repeat for me was my root chakra. So then I would look up what crystals could help with that. And they're great to even hold during your meditation. Um, They're great to do for, um, you know, things like that, like meditations, but also just in general, it's good to have them around. You need to clear out their energy, some absorb energy, some help um, take away energy of the crystals. But if, if you do have them around you, you also need to clear them out or they won't work as well anymore. So you can clear their energy by putting them outside during like a full moon. You can clear their energy with sage also. So we sage a lot 
in my space, but also like for the crystals too. That's amazing. So do you feel like you manifested your space? Because I personally think that that's what I did when I moved a year (laughs) ago. So I'd love to hear more about what you, what you manifested, because it sounds like you've, you really got clear on what you were wanting out of your life. And I'd love to hear what you, what you did and what your dreams were and have been and how you're living them today. Yeah. I started to get crystal clear on why I was a salon owner, what I wanted to do with that, how I wanted to give back. I started writing it down. Um, every decision I started to make, even the little things like at the salon and, and the whole brand identity was easier. You know, it wasn't like saying yes to everything or everyone's ideas of doing things. It was, oh no, this is my brand and this is what makes sense for, for me. And as what has developed into KJ from Bow and Arrow um, is is this all is welcome, and we are surrounding ourselves with people that make us feel good, inspire us to be better, um, and that reflects from the stylist to the client, and from the stylist to the stylist, the team members, and everything else. So. I just wanted an environment that was supportive. It was a team. We had and shared the same beliefs. We trust each other and, you know, we're learning from each other constantly, like personally and professionally, you know, growth is number one for me. Right. Yeah. I feel like one thing that's changed for me in my journey, and I wonder if you feel like this too, I feel like I used to like just really like work really hard and Mm -hmm. uncomfortably so. And I thought that when I got to the destination, I would feel a certain way. But the thing that I've been learning is that I need to feel the way I want to feel at the end during the journey. That's right. Yes. Because the journey, it is because of the journey, right? It's not the destination and you have to enjoy the ride. And it's, it's really hard um, to see that when you're, when you're just grinding for, for a paycheck or grinding for the next to the next vacation, you know, or grinding for the weekend. Right. And it's like, no, I want to enjoy every single day. I am so happy walking into the salon on a Tuesday, just as much as I am on a Saturday. And yes, some days are going to be more draining than others. And some parts of the journey are going to be harder than others. And, you know, I went from building a brand, building a whole team, and slowly stepping back from behind the chair so that I could actually just manage and grow the, the business. And I had went from, you know, I went from five days to four days to three to two to zero days behind the chair with bow and arrow. And right when that happened was when everything shifted. And I have been starting almost completely fresh with the with a new clientele since November. And, you know, that's been a, that's been a crazy journey for me because I had built up such a big following with my brand that it was this shift, right? That the KJ hair studio, I wasn't quite clear on the name yet. I knew it was going to be a different name, but I stayed in the same location and I've been working five days behind the chair again, double, sometimes triple book just to save my business. And, you know, so 
at this at this point I hope to get back to more of a balance but but sometimes in life we get thrown a curveball right yeah and I think you bring up a good point that like it's not as much as it is about like finding a uh, like a, a, va- a flow and a rhythm that works for you. That's not to say that you don't have to give it 110%. It's a luxury to be able to go, wait a minute. Okay. Right. Do I want to work this many days or that many days? And like, right. no one I know that has their own business got there by being like, I just want to work two days and hold <laughs> crystals the other six, you know, like, exactly. like it's not how it works. It's like, you have to do that front end work. And it sounds like the experience you've been on has got to be have been so humbling. And I would think that one thing that I feel is kind of happened for me is my whole identity for a long time was who I was behind the chair. And mm-hmm. it's how I kind of got my sense of self and my self-worth. And I've kind of slowly shifted that, but it, but I got to take most of my clients with me and it would still been humbling to like, be like, well, who am I if I'm not Lindsay behind the chair, like everyone's colorist, like, you know, people love me. Like, who am I as just me? And I feel like your experience had to be just like, just, uh, just, it just dropped you on your ass. I'm sure for a minute, because it's like, wait a minute. Like, I don't have any of my fans here. Like I get to be like, Oh, I don't, my identity is not so much my clients, but I get to still have them. So like, I'm kind of like talking out of my ass a little bit. It's, it was, it's been the most humbling experience that I've been through. And I'm so grateful for such an online presence that I was able to get all these great new clients in my door that have been following me for so long. Um, a lot of my clients that I had shifted over to the team over the last few years did go with the team members. And, um, also a very humbling experience because, you know, like you said, it's like, well, I expect everyone to stay with me or, you know, and it's, it just didn't happen the way that I would have thought. So the universe showed me, um, I wrote down everything I wanted, right. I was manifesting. I was very clear and it was kind of like, Oh, you want this, you want your own salon. Well, here you go. It's all yours, Kellen, literally. Right. Not the way I thought. (laughs) Isn't that how it always is? Right. Like you get the thing that like you get like the, the, the dream or you get what you like focus on and you put your energy towards and you work towards, but it never is how you think it's going to be. Never. (laughs) And like, I remember wanting it so badly to work with my partner. I'm like, what? Okay. Well, all right. Well, maybe, maybe I would, I won't bring my dog to work. Would that help? Or what, what can we do to make this work? And I think sometimes the universe is like, oh my gosh, she is not going to make this this decision. So we've got to like make it for her. Yes, that's right. That's right. So it's like, yeah, I got it. And it showed And it's like, well, if you really want it, here you go. What are you going to do with it? Right? Right. Yeah. So what has been the number one like skill you feel like you've gained or take away from this season of your life where there's just so much change? I would say that I've developed my intuition better. Like it's always been there. I've been an intuitive person, but I, I am developed it more and more and learning to see things and go with my gut and trust, trust it. Yeah. Cause I feel like as hairstylist, I know like in any time really in my life when I, when I'm like, Oh, that doesn't feel good. But I push it down and I keep powering forward. It, it bites you in the ass eventually. It does. Yep. And, it, and, and that's back to almost, yeah, exactly. That's back to almost that, that 
those hard conversations from Brene Brown, right? It's like, if you push it down, you push it down and it just eats, it can eat you alive, you know? And the longer you push it down, then sometimes you explode with it instead of just having the conversations. Yeah, that is, that is very true. So what do you feel like you've been doing in this time for self-care? You've, you've talked a lot about some of the different methods you used, but what has been really essential to ground you? Um, really great and long conversations with people around me that I love and trust. <laughs> um, really opening up, really being okay with who I am and okay with the lows that I've been through and letting, leaning on people because I'm not used to doing that. You know, I'm not used to being vulnerable. I'm used to being just the leader that has all the answers for everyone and that shows up every day and that has a smile on, smile on my face, you know? So, um, I've been, I've been very fortunate to have a few great people around me friends and family that have, that I've gotten really close with that. I'm like, this is okay that I am, that I have these thoughts and feelings about what I want out of life. And, you know, it may not look like what I thought it was going to look like, but here we are. And this is me. Yeah. (laughs) That's what it feels like. Your, your business feels like it's like, just like you stepping into who you are and what you're about and owning it. That's it. And it, it was actually really hard for me to name to name my salon after myself. I've even said it in another podcast that I was interviewed with Bolanero before. And, you know, I was like, I never wanted to name my salon after myself. And these last six months um, of working so much with a, an amazing assistant um, who's part of my protege program, she was able to help me save my business because we were able to get enough clients in the door for me that I was able to keep the location so that I was doing enough work for two and a half or three stylists. Like we've been working our butts off and I needed to do that because I knew the picture was bigger than that moment. You know, it would be, I knew it would be short term, but it feels, it feels like we've been doing it for 10 years, but it's only been about six months. And someone said to me, I was going through all these names and ideas and branding and, you know, and someone said to me, one of my really good friends, and it was like, Kellen, look at you. Look who's coming in your salon. It's They're all wanting to book with you. You need to put your name on the door and just step into who you are. And it, it's not about bow and arrow. It's not about old, you know, the old name. It's, it's you. So let's call it what it is. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like there's like something like really scary about it. And I feel like that's like my business. Like I was like trying to think of names and my last studio was called the comb. So it was like, what do I call this one? Like paint and ponytail. My dog's Capone. I call him pony. Like I was like, no, you can't go kitschy this time. You did that last time. And then really like Lynn May is an abbreviation of my first name and my last name. And it, and now I, you know, I was unsure, but it's like, it really is. This is this season of my life. It's like, it's really just me being me. And part of that is having your name on the door. That's right. And I, I decided to go with my initials. Um, yeah. and I love the way it looked, you know, and, um, I was like, yeah, KJ, let's do this. <laughs> 
I feel like each step in the journey, I keep finding that like, I wouldn't have done this if I hadn't done that. Like I wouldn't have done a podcast had I not stepped out of my own. And I wouldn't have stepped out of my own if I hadn't had this. So it's, it's really cool to see like the evolution and like, like look back and be like, okay, that makes sense why that exploded. At the time I was devastated, but like, like, and I like this idea. I was walking through at the park the other day, this park that I go through and it was like this timing in my life where like I've been walking through it through all the different seasons. And I went over there like a few weeks ago and I was like, oh my gosh, they've done a prescribed burn. And I read the little sheet and it said, for things to grow, it all has to die mm. so that the, the weeds go away so that the plants can grow healthier. And I like sat there just crying. I was like, I you've that. got to be kidding me. And now I go by there and today I took a picture and I was like, it's already growing. That was two weeks ago. Wow. And, 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 and everything's starting to grow. And like, I just feel like it's a metaphor for, for my life. And it sounds like the journey you've been on of like, you know, sometimes the whole thing has to burn to the ground. Yes. <laughs> and then whatever's left is going to grow better. That's and I great. just think that that's, I just, I'm really excited for you. And I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. And I think that your story is really inspiring of persistence and like kind of like less hustle, more flow and just getting into who you are and what you want and sitting with it. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you so much. We're going to have your information in the show notes and everyone will be able to follow along on your journey. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Lindsay. Yeah, thank you. 